Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Well, welcome to the Money Hour at 11.50 a.m. KKNW, the Saturday, November 5th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more important to connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now the lineup for today's show. Today I'll be having a panel conversation with both of my guests, Aaron Dines of Aaron Dines Voice Talent LLC and Wolfgang Anderson of Anderson Fields and McIlwain Incorporated PS. I'll also be having a conversation with Aaron Children's Books and Carnivorous Plants and followed conversation with Wolfgang on Divorce. Also, if you are watching the show on my Facebook premiere or my YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. And just quickly want to remind everyone for our viewers and listeners, check out that QR code right there, everybody. You got to have a screenshot of that before you miss out. Benny, thank you so much for that shout out. And uh, also introduce you to my marketing director, Becky. Hi, Tina. I could not do the show without both of them. Everything they do behind the scenes is a lot. So thank you in advance for everything that Becky and Benny do. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now let's go ahead and start out the show with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. Being a first-time grandma is a blessing. When you babysit two days a week, it can also have a couple challenges. I can share that one thing that I've learned from my still early journey is that you must laugh even when circumstances are trying. For example, Kleena's learning how to potty train. And last week she sat on her cute little pink toilet and used it, but didn't pull down her pants. The truth is I recognize my responsibility is to teach her about the dangers in, a, in life. Now I'll acknowledge that 2022 journey has indeed been trying for us in the market. It's harder to focus on the punchline when you feel like you're being punched. However, here we are. We are doing it. Despite the setbacks and the constant gloom and doom in the news, we can look forward and beyond today and realize that our environment isn't a destination. It's a rite of passage. It won't always be this challenging, and we can learn a lot from it. Our faith is being tested, our livelihoods at that, and our perseverance will be that much stronger 
when we get through this test. Now, there are three categories of human beings. Number one, those that practice patience and appropriately wait for the Thanksgiving season to pass before putting up their Christmas decorations. Number two, those that gear up for the Christmas season, but measured, ramped up, and the holiday decor admits the predominantly autumn-themed background. And then the third, those who pull their Christmas tree down from the attic on Halloween night and have completely decorated by the very next day, Christmas lights on a timer, stockings hung, and the manger scene is sitting out the front entryway. And all to the future of I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas by Frank Sinatra. Now, this market is number three. The Federal Open Market Committee meeting on Wednesday did not go as we were hoping. As expected, they did increase the Fed fund rate by 75 basis points to 4.75, but it might as well have been Halloween night and everyone was up in the attic pulling down their Christmas decorations before Powell had even gotten a chance to respond to the Fed release. Initially, the market responded favorably to a piece of the release in determining the pace of future increases in the target range. The committee will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affect the economic activity and the inflation and the economic and financial developments. Essentially, the belief was that this was taking nod to the fact that the lag recognizes the full effect of the hikes are not yet backed in and the Fed will need to measure the impact before hiking anymore. In other words, pause or pivot. Now, the 10-year drop to 3.9%, Q, Mr. Grinch, entering from the stage. Powell waited until the last pieces of the declaration to share this sentiment as he was reading the minds of the market. We still have some ways to go with rate hikes. He reinforced his point with, as I've said at the last few press conferences, at some point, it will become appropriate to slow the pace to increases. Then he emphasizes that no decision has been made, and it is likely that the next meeting, the Fed would have a discussion about this. At that moment, Christmas had been stolen, while the music that you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, played in the background. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your money chat. Coming up next to the Money Hour panel conversation with my two guests, Aaron Dynas of Aaron Dynas Voice Talent LLC and Wolfgang Anderson of Anderson Fields and McLilwain Incorporated PS right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. 
You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, November 5th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money. And that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on our show panel conversation with Aaron Dynas of Aaron Dynas Voice Talent LLC and Wolf Gang Anderson of Anderson Fields and McLean Wayne Incorporated PS right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to both of you on my show. Thanks for having me, Tina. Yeah, very excited to have you. You're welcome, Wolfgang. Um, and I know I'm, I might be messing up your company name. I'm doing uh, my best. You want to go ahead and share with the listeners, what is your company name? Anderson uh, Fields and McElwain. McElwain. I don't know why I can't figure out how to say McElwain. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she's I've got one more chance at that. We'll see how I, uh, how I do. All right, so before we get, oh, what was that, Wolfgang? You're doing fine. Thank you. So before we get started on our panel conversation, I want to share a little bit about both of you to my listeners. Aaron is a voice, uh, trained voice actor who has been in theater for most of his life. He specializes in corporate narration and e-learning, which is not typically booked by traditional acting agencies. To break into these VO niches, he has taken a non-traditional route by going directly to people to share its talents. Aaron's true longtime love, though, is music, where he works as a studio bassist and singer in his spare time. So, Aaron, really excited to have you on the share on the show and to share uh, you with my listeners. So, thank you again for being here. Thank you. And a little bit about Wolfgang. Mr. Anderson has been practicing since 1966. He has an AVO rating of 10 and 78 views and reviews and has it been designed as a super lawyer since 2006. He has had over 100 trials and has spoken and taught at seminars and has an ongoing stable of clients with complex issues that invoke stock, businesses, real estate, and support, as well as parenting. Prenuptial, and postnuptial agreements have become increasingly popular in Mr. Anderson's practice. Uh, again, Wolfgang, excited to have you here as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. So for our panel conversation, I always like to start out with this first question. Aaron, we'll start with you. What life experience brought you in to your line of work? The birth of my daughter is the short answer. Uh, I've... Uh... The slightly longer answer is that I've always dabbled uh, in recording and voice acting uh, since I was a child uh, on my mom's little Sony Walkman. Uh, but really, the birth of my daughter uh, in early 2020 was the the most sensible transition to uh, from going to the regular nine to five world to something that I've always loved. 
That is awesome. Yeah, it's great when our kids are an inspiration and we actually take action on that and make big changes because not everybody does. So thank you. Wolfgang, what about you? What life experience brought you in to your line of work as an attorney? Well, uh, first of all, I always wanted to be an attorney. So I went to law school. Then um, between 1966 and 70, I was a regular army captain in an armored unit and uh, used my military experience and my legal experience. And then I came back to Seattle in 1970. And honest to goodness, it was the time when they had a sign that said, will the last person in Seattle turn out the lights? Not a myth, I actually saw the sign. I looked for a job, there were none available except some woman in Ballard who did nothing but divorce and couldn't get along with anybody. Well, I had tried an awful lot of cases and so that's what she was looking for. That's how I fell into divorce. Although I said when I was in law school, I'll never do divorce, I'll never do criminal work. And of course I was also a prosecutor, so there you go. And here you are. Well, thank you for your service, uh, Wolfgang. Thank you. Yeah, and I you remember know, Tina, hearing, oh, go ahead. It's nice of you to say that because uh, having been in the military during the Vietnam War and during that time, nobody ever said thank you for your service. Yeah. To this day, rarely do I hear thank you. Really? Well, you're, you're welcome. It comes from a genuine, genuine heartfelt uh, place because without people serving our country, we absolutely would not be here. Somebody's got to fight for our rights. And uh, what we, we were vilified, Tina, yeah. we were vilified and mocked and it was not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. um, yeah. Well, and I also remember uh, hearing about the sign, the last ones in Seattle, shut out the light. I wasn't in the industry or in my career at that time as I didn't start until May of 1995, 27 years ago. But I do remember uh, hearing about that for sure. Yeah. All right. So Aaron, if you could offer a first time entrepreneur only one piece of advice, what advice would you give them? Understand that it's going to be a lot harder than you think. And I would say that give up as much of your free time and your hobbies as possible. You know, there are things where, like, you know, family, uh, um, you know, you've got responsibilities there that cannot go by the wayside. But uh, if you're on a bowling league or if you like to read a lot of books uh, or things like that, um, Seriously consider saying, I'm going to take a break from these things because I need to spend every spare minute of my time on this new adventure. Yeah, and that's great advice because anything great in life, it comes with struggles and it takes time. And uh, we all have extra time. It's just a choice of our priorities on where we want to spend that time. And I love how you uh, give a shout out. The last thing you want to do is make a sacrifice to your family first, but instead eliminate those hobbies and know that each one of us are at a different season in our business. So that season will pass. You go through the grind in the beginning, you get your business up and running. Then you've got some more time that you can bring those hobbies back in. And then maybe there's a time you want to take your business to the next level and you're going to go back through the grind 
grind. So we all go through those seasons, seasons and just know that you have to go through the grind um, at different times of your business and making sacrifices somewhere. Hobbies absolutely is that great advice. Wolfgang, what about for you? If you were offering first time advice to an entrepreneur and you had one piece of advice, what would that be? Well, I'm going to give you an unexpected answer. Okay, I'm excited. I've been married 50 years. I'm in the divorce business. I have a huge amount of clients. I'd say the best advice I can give you is take your time and pick a good spouse. I think a lot of what happens to you in life depends on that choice. That is great advice. And somebody that's been married for 50 years, congratulations on that. You should absolutely take advice. Now, like anything else that we have in life, you don't just jump into it. You need to uh, research and go through the process of taking your time to make sure it's a right relationship because um, that's a relationship that you're going to be in for uh, many years. Or if not, you're going to have to call Wolfgang about the divorce process. He's going to tell you that's not Tina, a lot of fun. Yeah, it can cost you dearly if you make the wrong choice. And particularly if it's a, in a time of your life when you least can understand what's going on and afford it. So yeah. it yeah. becomes important. Definitely. And it's going to cost you dearly. And it's going to cause that um, partner deal dearly as well, and possibly children. So making the right decision up front, um, is, is great advice. Yeah. So my next question, uh, Aaron, how has being an entrepreneur helped you be a better person in business or in life? It has helped me become better organized, uh, as, as you know, the, uh, stereotype, uh, true or not goes artists are, aren't as uh, put together and <laughs> organized as a lot of other people. Um, thankfully, thankfully, I guess I have a sort of a little bit of an organizational gene as well. And um, it's really helped me uh, plan better, uh, uh, obviously in the business, but in family life, um, having a kid helps with that too. She's mm-hmm. almost three. So it's like, there's a lot of that goes on that you need to be prepared for. Um, And something that I did not see coming at all, uh, I've joined um, two boards, Uh, the the preschool board for my kids' school. Uh uh, I was not planning on that. And the... um, on the board for our HOA for our, for our neighborhood. And I did never, I never saw that coming either. Um, but it's because it's, it's because, um, I care more like, and I've seen, I've seen that people, um, I've seen too many people not care about other people and, and not care about like the collective good. And, uh, I've just kind of got tired with it, tired of that. Uh, and since I have to do everything by myself with my business, I was like, okay, let's, let's take on some more responsibility. Yeah. Well, uh, when you come so, from a place of contribution, it is true. You monetize yeah. on the other side and so yeah. many, so many, well, so, so many ways. So if you're listening to the show and um, you have more of a creativity side, and I think that's why um, in your line of work as an artist, you m- majority may not have as much of the natural skill of organization because you have all of this creativity. And I think the combination of those two sometimes uh, don't come together, um, but it's nice that you've learned that through your business. So knowing that the, the process and the structure is absolutely critically important 
important uh, to business, and then uh, really going after your priorities and uh, making a difference in your community for sure. Uh, Wolfgang, what about you? How has been an entrepreneur helped you uh, be a better person in business or in life? Gina, I've become a psychiatrist <laughs> because people, when they see me, are in difficult times. Uh, they are also in financial turmoil. Uh, their whole life is being upset. The other side is trying to uh, take advantage of them. So to get a person through and to be the right lawyer, you've got to understand human nature. And basically having been a lawyer has helped me, because I've been doing it so long, uh, be a psychiatrist to help people navigate the course. And then let people know exactly where they end up financially. And that's what the money hour is all about, because when they spend an hour with me, that's what it's all about. But the answer is being a psychiatrist. Yeah, that's great advice. And a lot of our industries are that way. Um, we know our business and an expert in our space, the people that are coming to us that need the product and our service that we have to offer, they do not. And that's intimidating. So understanding uh, how to ask the right questions so that you can get the right answers out of them and help them navigate through the process in whatever the product and service that you have to offer. Great, great advice. Uh, Wolfgang. So my last question that I have, Aaron, instead of what you do, what is an example of the work that you do? Have you ever joined a new company and they right off the bat schedule you for 10 to 40 hours of sitting in front of a computer and watching training videos? Most of us have. Yes. And a lot of, and, and a lot of that is pretty boring or pretty poorly done or uh just just not enjoyable and uh that's what i do that's that's my that's my main thing that i do uh be make those uh training modules more engaging um and really really it's about making the company look good yeah well, listen to your voice. I'm I'm sure that just at the small uh, bit that we're hearing you right now, um, uh, Aaron, you could make those more enjoyable. So uh, Wolfgang, what about you? Instead of what you do, what is an example of the work that you do? Well, let me just tell you what I really would like to do is be a rock star, okay? We all wanna be a um, rock star. I, I, I've been, I, I've probably had, between 500 to 1,000 cases, and you really have to be on your feet, and you it's, it's advertising uh, uh, what's really going on in life and how your client fit in place. And that's where a lot of cases are won and lost, right in the opening statement and pounding the, the podium and uh, the finesse that goes with going to court. Uh, a rock star, you get to sing, and you know, I've represented rock stars and more power to them. They have a nice life. That's what I, probably my next life, I either sell airplanes or be a rock star, not be a lawyer. Would never do that. And I told my boys, don't be a lawyer. It's really, really tough. Oh my gosh. Well, I'd like to be a rock star or a movie star. That would be uh, nice as well. Or hey, a supermodel, why not? <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, thank you to both of you for participating in the panel conversation. It's a great way for my listeners to get to know a little bit more about you before we get into your individual interviews. So coming up next on the Money Hour, children's books and carnivorous plants, Aaron Dinas of Aaron Dinas Voice Talent LLC right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you currently or have recently been in a real estate transaction? Do you feel nervous about your house you're attempting to buy? A home warranty can help ease your mind. Ask your real estate agent about getting a home warranty. Old Republic Home Protection has been in business since 1974, and in that time they have protected over 6 million home buyers, with more than $158 million spent on claims in 2020 alone. To learn more, call Janet Olson at 253-732-5422 or email Janet, janetO at orhp.com because they are people helping people. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, November 5th show. You can also listen to my show po- podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on events that I have, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and your local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I am here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or to connect you with the guests that I have on the show. Please call the show at one 855 411150, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, Aaron Dinas of Aaron Dinas Voice Talent LLC, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Uh, Aaron, really excited to have a conversation, individual uh, conversation with you and about your business. And let's go ahead and start out with uh, a little bit more. We talked about this a little bit in the panel conversation, but share how you got into voice acting. Well, like a lot of people, you get kind of stuck in a rut uh, in the in in the career part of life, and you think, you know, you know what am I going to do? I I don't like what I'm doing. It's not fulfilling, and it's because as the most most uh, entrepreneurs' stories go. Uh, I was working for somebody and I didn't want to work for somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I got, like I said, I've always been in the theater uh, most of my life and um, talking is something that comes naturally. And I just thought, you know, let's, let's uh, really, really jump into, you know, head first uh, mm-hmm. the voiceover industry. Um because you know acting is in plays is fun you know doing you know tv commercials here and there is fun but uh that's it's not it's not a great way to make money uh-huh. uh being a voice actor there are so many different uh niches and uh ways you can um you know create and 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 just do things and just to work um so i felt that that was the best route for me so i uh 
took months and months of training, uh, continuing now. Um, you're always learning, like with any industry, and uh, just trying to be the best I can be. Yeah, that's great. Well, congratulations again in making the move and uh, the step in to obviously something that you're passionate about and great at doing. That's uh, really exciting to see. So um, share a little bit about more uh, about your, so you have one child? Yes. Yeah. Mira. Mira. Oh, that's a beautiful name. I think so. Yeah. So so share a little bit more about her. She is going to be three in January. Uh, she, uh, like most parents think she's the best. Of course. Does she have red <laughs> the, hair like you do? The smartest, the cutest. Thankful, thankfully, my hair is not as red as it looks here. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's bad. I don't know. Um, my brother, he's the one with the red hair. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, she, she has, she has just a beautiful, uh, kind of blonde, brown, reddish kind of thing going on it's a bunch of different stuff at once and it's she's adorable we just had family pictures taken so uh we just got those back so we're very excited and she's starting preschool and she's she's the best well, a what, handful, a, what a fun uh, journey to be on. Yeah, we just had our first grandchild. She's uh, two years old. So um, really, yeah, really excited, um, uh, you know, to be such a big part of her, uh, her life. Children are the best and grandchildren are the second best. All <laughs> right. So where can your kids book readings be found? On YouTube. Uh, and it used to be that when a person had a YouTube channel, uh, you'd get some convoluted uh, link with a bunch of characters and random numbers and letters. Uh, thankfully, they've switched to a more user-friendly format uh, and given us handles. So uh, my YouTube channel for children's books can be found at uh, youtube.com uh, slash at sign Aaron Dinas voice actor. And so what, a- so what are you doing in those, uh, Aaron? I am reading uh, my daughter's favorite books. Um, She's, she's, we don't do too much, um, you know, sit down reading 10 books at a time anymore. Uh Uh, But I, but I know the ones that she always loved. Um, So I think, I think we've got around a dozen on there now. Uh, I've got a few more that I need to um, slap together and put on there. I mean, carefully, carefully curate and put on there. Uh, so yeah, it's, it just, uh, includes the, the pages, um, and then my recorded audio track with that. Yeah, that is awesome. Any singing going on there? Um, maybe when he's singing. There's hope for you yet. I think I <laughs> there's hope. I haven't, I haven't done any singing yet, but, uh, there are a lot of animal sounds, a lot nice. of animal sounds. Uh, big red barn is one of my favorites. Um, oh my God! Aaron, put in the chat cows. for uh, put in the chat for me so that I have that. Um, I I definitely going to have it. to, of course, uh, uh, go on and take a listen. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about uh, about hobbies. What are your hobbies? I have a lot. I know they mentioned carnivorous plants, and that is probably my most obsessive most obsessive uh, hobby. Uh-huh. I've got a lot of plants, mostly to outdoor varieties. Uh, it's called Saracenia for all the fellow nerds out there. Uh-huh. That's the Amer- it's the American pitcher plant. Um, they're beautiful. They're very, um, they're varied. It's very varied. Uh, there's a lot of different types, a lot of different colors. Uh, they're very fun. 
very easy actually uh, and they grow they grow perfectly here in the uh, western washington and west coast yeah. and where uh, did that uh, passion come from well like uh like we all say in the uh nerdy carnivorous plant groups that i'm a, a part of uh mm -hmm. it all starts with a venus flytrap uh and and for many people it's picking one picking up one of those little sickly looking things uh at a home improvement warehouse and bringing it home and promptly killing it and then figuring out what did I do wrong? Uh -huh. So then uh, just like anything, um, a lot of research, a lot of trial and error, but they're pretty easy. Just got to keep them outside all the time in as much sun as possible and don't let them dry out. And then you're good. You're good to go. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome. So what's something that very few people know about you? Yeah. Well, probably, probably all the different jobs I had when I was, when I was much, much younger. Uh, but I would probably say, oh gosh, I had, I had a good one. <laughs> and it was when I was driving my daughter to school, I'm like, oh, at a stoplight, I am going to write this down, but I'll give you another one. Uh, I used to run a hot dog stand and it was easily the most fulfilling job of my life. <laughs> it was, it was so great. It was so great because this the simplicity of a hot dog uh -huh. cannot be overstated uh, <laughs> and but that's what makes it so great it can it's the, it's the most maybe neck and neck with pizza but it it's so much so customizable you can make it your own and i did not think we were going to be talking about hot dogs but this is great this uh, is fun yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, we specialized in Chicago dogs, the Chicago dog, and uh, Italian beef, mm -hmm. which is, uh, I don't know if you have one of those, but it's a oh. roast beef sandwich, put it in a bun, and you take the whole thing and you dunk it in uh, beef broth, basically, <laughs> in au jus. And uh, that's how it's served, with some stuff called giardinaire on it. Uh, it's uh, kind of like a pickled, spicy, veggie medley, and uh mm. Oh my gosh. Well, when I, if I would have came up to your hot dog stand, um, I I'm the one that just wants a dog in the bun, nothing yeah. else. And yeah. I remember going to, uh, I think it was Dick's for a hamburger and I asked for a plain hamburger and they says, yeah, no, we don't do plain hamburger. Go somewhere else. <laughs> so, one way, one way yes, or the highway. There's one way or the highway. We got that special sauce and you got to come here to get it the way it's made. I think that came from, cause my, uh, my mom, we were growing up, we were eating on the run all the time and, uh, we'd split it. My little sister and I would split a happy meal because our financial situation was a little, um, a little challenging, but she'd always order on plane because she didn't want us to make a mess in the car. So to this day, I don't like ketchup. I don't like mustard. I don't like relish. I don't like anything. I don't want any au jus. I don't want any chili on my dog. Nothing. Just, uh, just plain old plain. <laughs> you know, so, it's amazing how much we are molded by our childhood, childhood yeah. experiences. So true. So on that note, uh, not a list, a question that I have on the list, but how are, how were you molded by your childhood? Well, man, I know we don't have that much time left, but, uh, I like deep dives main yeah. most of the time. Uh, but my, my, my parents divorced when I was, uh, six and I was basically the head of the household. At least that's how I felt, you know, for the rest of my life. So, um, 
that puts a lot of pressure on a person, uh, even if you don't know what's happening. Um, so I think that, uh, I think that's really molded me the most just, yeah. uh, not having, not having, um, perhaps the support that would have, that I would have liked. Yeah. And I like how you shout out that you, you don't even recognize that it's, it's happening because a lot of us, it really takes until our adulthood and some never figure it out to really be able to connect those dots. So as a parent, really paying attention to your, uh, your children and listening to uh, where their challenges are and listening to where their success and where they're having fun at. So you can really bring some of those things in to help through the challenges watching, watching and monitoring, uh, what your child's going through. And then any big decision or any big change that happens that it's going to alter, um, their experience, really being able to help walk through that, um, definitely is important, but if not, we are the people we are because of the struggles that we went through through childhood. Right. So uh, it's a benefit on the other side uh, once you can connect those dots. So Aaron, what is your dream voiceover project? Dream voiceover project would be working on a Disney movie, a Disney animated movie. I think that would be the funnest thing in the world. Um, Because, you know, doing what I do typically is one, it's kind of one thing. Um, of course there is some variation, but you're not doing voices of animals. You're not singing show tunes, which what, which I would love, but, uh, yeah, I would say that Disney animated movie. Yeah. So what are you, um, what are you doing right now? Um, that can help get you in that direction, Aaron. Uh, what is one thing that you, well, can, you could totally. do to push you? Completely honestly, I, I'm not doing anything to do that right now because, like we spoke earlier in the show, um, when you're building your business in a certain way um, and you have a plan in place from the beginning, you need to focus on things yeah. that are going to get you there. Yeah. And as cool as being in a Disney animated movie would be, that's that's not um, that's that's a down the road. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always say, you know, you need to work in the moment and um, uh, really do what you need to do in the moment. And that's what Aaron's advice and what he's uh, sharing. But also, we always want to have that that dream out there and a visualization of what it looks like down the road as well. Focus on the moment now, um, draw a drawing from the past of what's going to help you right now, and also use the future and your future dreams to help you right now, um, regardless of what that looks like. So Aaron, as we're wrapping up the show, uh, anything that you would like to leave with my listeners or as I'm wrapping up my time with you, anything that you'd like to leave with my listeners? Sure. Uh, I would say uh, definitely check out my YouTube channel, uh, Aaron Dinas. You can just search for A-A-R-O-N-D-E-I-N-E-S in YouTube and that'll bring up the channel. yeah, it's for those people, I, I mainly uh, made these to uh, help parents who maybe are a little too overwhelmed at night and maybe some people who maybe rely more on their phones or devices or things like that, where they can just be like, man, my day has been one from somewhere I don't want to go. And I'm just going to put my phone down here and play these stories so my little kid can relax and get sleepy and go to bed. That is so beautiful. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for all that you're doing for our children and our grandbabies to make their experience in their life, especially 
at a really young age where that is molding them for their future, their confidence, their ability to dream what their life is going to be. Storytelling is a powerful thing. And when you have an, uh, an expert in that space that can really bring those stories to life for our children, uh, thank you for all that you do, Erin. Well, I appreciate your time today, Tina. Thanks for having me on. It's been my pleasure. Look forward to having you back again. All right. Coming up next on the Money Art Conversation around divorce, Wolfgang Gang Anderson of Anderson and McMillan Incorporated PS right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Want to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Let us help you produce a professionally sounding radio show or podcast. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now. Back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, November 5th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, my Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market and everything regarding your money. And now in studio, I have Wolfgang Anderson. We're going to be having a conversation around divorce right here on 1150 AM KKNW. NW. Wolfgang, thank you so much for joining me in studio. Thank you for having me, Tina. Yeah, and for those that are watching us on video, I love what you got there in your background. Oh, that was a present from the CEO of uh, uh, a big company in town who had it made for me. That is beautiful. But, but you know, what I wanted to say, listening to Aaron, I could use him. If I, for instance, go to court, I could have him sit and stand by and uh, impersonate a judge. So if I made an argument, I could have him say, granted, or you're wonderful. Get rid of the other guy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that is awesome. Well, you and Aaron are definitely going to have to connect uh, outside of the show for (laughs) sure. What a great shout out and compliment to, to Aaron. All right, Wolfgang, what does the lawyer want and need to know before starting an unfortunate divorce? Let me give you a little tutorial. Um, They come in my office and what, what am I going to ask right away? What's the date of the marriage? What are the assets? What are they worth? And the person who doesn't come in prepared and know what assets they have and what things are worth, the conference is going to be worthless. Uh, We have marriages that depend on how long they are, as a for instance. Um, A short marriage, basically you go out the way you come in. Long-term marriage is 25 years or more. You can make inroads on somebody's separate property, and we'll discuss what property belongs to whom and what is community property. Uh, in other words, a lot there's a lot connected with it. And people who walk in, and when I say, what property do you have? They say, for instance, I, uh, well, let's see, um, we have a house, and then uh, what's owed on the house? 
uh, I don't know. It's going to go nowhere, Tina. So being prepared is so important. And then we have the short-term marriage where you go out, like I say, you come in long-term. Now that is a lot of people who want to talk and uh, relate what has happened during their marriage. Uh, again, I, I try to filter in the important stuff, um, but it's, it's, uh, it's an educational process. Yeah. So what are the assets? What are they worth? What's owing? And then what are the finances like? And for instance, when you're talking about maintenance, you're talking about standard living style of life that's been achieved. I mean, you get a different uh, award if you uh, go uh, and go shopping at Walmart than when you go shopping at uh, Whole Foods and uh, uh, more expensive places. So these things become very, very important. And then another sideshow to that is what kind of uh, relationship did you have? There is a CIR relationship, and a CIR relationship has to deal with having lived with somebody. Uh, committed intimate relationship is what it stands for. And if you live with somebody, believe it or not, if you buy assets, they can be deemed and divided like community property. Wow. So that you may think that you're just having fun time. It, it, uh, it doesn't work. And what does a com committed intimate relationship entail? It entails stability, continuity, the joint purchase of assets, and uh, the relationship. And there we use pictures to show a couple together. Joint acquisitions, like maybe a house, uh, and things of that nature. So first of all, it's the CIR. And a lot of people lived together before they got married. That factor can extend the length of the relationship and can also determine what you do with assets that were acquired before you were married. And then there is uh, uh, lawsuits for invalidity, where for instance, you got married to your cousin or you were too drunk to know what you were doing. But I, you know, in my 56 years, I never had those happen. Uh, it just didn't happen. But we have cases also for legal separation where people live together uh, and you use that sometimes in order to lengthen the marriage and to have somebody who's been married a long time uh, get from uh, social securities uh, because in order to get social securities, you have to be married yes. 10 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and Let's say they're married nine years. If you don't pay attention, you can send that poor person packing and they can lose a sizable benefit. Mm. So you have to figure out and you use the legal separation like a bridge in order to uh, put nine years into 10 years and then somebody gets their social security. So you have yeah. to figure out what, what kind of lawsuit is it, Tina? You have to figure out what does this person really have? And then you have to talk about dividing things. Yes. And people automatically think that just because they were married, they're entitled to something. Well, big surprise. Some, the house is in somebody's name and not the community name. Surprise, surprise, there's all kinds of debts. And um, for stock, because I do have a lot of cases involving the uh, uh, characters who, in, uh, who code and who live in a techie world 
Sure. There is a specific, specific loss with regard to the stock because these guys get tranches, so many shares every year. Yes. And we have a case where some jerk decided that one day before a big uh, stock award came in, he filed for divorce and he took the position, it's all mine. And uh, hmm. she said, not, not so fast, Buster. It's just too fast. It's not when the stock was uh, uh, exercisable. It's when it was granted. Uh. So now we say that you share in the stock with the next to best after a date of separation. Now Got that's it. technical. But in the way things happen, stocks are a huge portion of what takes place in these cases. Sure. It, mean, it means that seeing somebody with an income stream of a couple of million a year is, is uh, I, I hit it regularly, or a million a year. And that generally is they work for Microsoft or they work for Amazon, I have, uh, and they have a salary between 200 and 250,000 a year. They get a bonus of 50 to 75,000 a year. And the rest is awesome. stock. Yeah. But yeah. you have these huge salaries. And then the question comes in, how long you've been married and uh, do you have any skills? Uh, and we have a little rule of thumb that says basically one year maintenance for every four years of marriage. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you have a lengthy marriage, it's going to be longer. Uh, but if you have a two year marriage, you're probably not going to share in much have to deal with that. so you have yeah yeah you can either be a cheerleader yeah. and throw something in the air or you can go uh be be sad about it but it is yeah. really really important to have a an idea of what you have and what you owe yeah. So if you're listening to the show right now and um, you're in an unfortunate space uh, to where you're uh, thinking about divorce before reaching out to Wolfgang on uh, talking with an attorney, be prepared with all of the information of where the financials are at, what assets um, that you have, and really be prepared and gather uh, all of that. So let's talk about what type of proceedings are available to you from a committed, intimate relationship well tina you sue for a division of assets uh, that were accumulated during that relationship mm -hmm. you can't get maintenance maintenance is off the table so okay. you're not going to get that and separate property is off the table so if you sue for a cir you're not going to get maintenance you're not going to get fees either and separate properties off the table so you're very limited. So then maybe you want to tell somebody, you know what, go back home and just uh, charm so-and-so and so-and-so and see whether you can get them drunk enough to get a marriage license. Now, I oh don't want gosh. to espouse. <laughs> I'm saying that. You want, you want Wolfgang on the I right mean, side of your divorce. That's what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> 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 oh my golly. So let's talk about, uh, will you um, talk about spousal maintenance a little bit more and, or spousal support and maintenance and alimony. So you shared a little bit, you can kind of look at, you know, every four years that you've been married and having one year of um, uh, spousal. Go ahead. Tina, you've got to be married. If you come to court and your marriage is 
less than seven years, uh, forget maintenance in general. It's not okay. going to go very long. Uh, and also, uh, if you come to court and you have an income stream of about forty or fifty thousand, it's likely you're not going to get maintenance. So maintenance is a big tool that gets uh, uh, played with in a lot of cases. Um, that we we use it kind of as a filler. And a property division is, if if you have a median range marriage. Generally speaking, that can have a 55-45 split. The wife gets a little bit more, generally speaking. Uh, why is that? Because she's been at home raising the kids. The husband makes a decent income, so she gets more than half. But judges nowadays, they go anywhere from 50, 52, 53, but never more than 55-45. So that is the good division. The maintenance then is used in one year for every four years, but you've got to be married longer. Mm -hmm. How long? Again, if you have a median range marriage, I'm not going to get you much if you're married less than 10 years. I think if you're married 10 years or more, then there you go. Yeah. It also depends on what the, what the income stream is. Um, 100% of nothing is nothing and never will be nothing. And so you've got to have a decent income. And these guys... Uh, in the cases I have, who uh, uh, code, they have sizable incomes, and then we're really dealing with bigger awards. Uh, and there's child support that goes with it too, uh, because generally it's a lockstep of maintenance and child support because a homemaker who's been out of the workforce isn't going to be readily jumping back out there. Yeah. She might be able to drive an Uber or deliver groceries or something like that, but that's about it. But it's better than the old days when I practiced, started to practice, when it was basically a, uh, a one-level rambler with a, a carport. The, the car was gone because he used the car and they had a Boeing pension. And uh, that's about it. Yeah. Nowadays, it's complicated. It is very, very complicated. And you have to be an accountant. And you have to be, like I said earlier, you have to be a psychiatrist in order to case manage these people through their trying times. Yeah, so it's, um, I wish I had more uh, time with you, uh, Wolfgang. It's time to, to wrap up the show. But what I'm uh, really hearing in my conversation with you is the importance um, if you're on one side or the other of a divorce, a divorce, ideally, as Wolfgang said in the better in, in the beginning, make sure that you're in the right relationship, analyze and do that research up front and uh, to ensure that you're not ultimately, hopefully getting into this. But everything that's going on in the economy right now, there's a lot of stress and it's bringing it into relationships, especially when there's financial issues that come in. Uh, be prepared and make sure that you're working one of the best of the best, because uh, as I said before, you definitely want Wolfgang on your side of the divorce, not the other side of the divorce. Wolfgang, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to uh, be here and allow me to share your wealth of information with my listeners. You're entirely welcome. And I want to show you my Christmas tree in light of your opening. Oh, I <laughs> love it. But you don't have all the music going and all that yet, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. been stripped bare. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, is, that is awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, having a, a divorce attorney, attorney on uh, your side that also has a sense of humor, that might be important to be looking for as well, because you're going to be going through a lot of stress during this time and having somebody that can put a smile on your face is definitely going to help with that emotional stress. Wolfgang, thank you. Uh, you're amazing. And I really had fun uh, interviewing you today. Thank you. Thank you. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online to themoneyhour.com to connect with either one of my guests. I want to give a big shout out again for both of my guests, Aaron and Wolfgang, and the information they provided uh, for you, my listener. And a thank you to uh, you for listening to the show. Tina Mitchell, your host and local mortgage expert. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I look forward to talking more money more about money with you next week and right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.